lose all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of place. Beyond! Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 258. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the PlayStation powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Hi. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Mm. And the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. All right, Colin's been phoning it in on these intros for like seven weeks straight. We got to sort <laughs> I think it's this great. out right I like now. when he does He's it. his own man. Last he time said. I was like, a, eh. I, oh, I, no, actually, no, that's a lie. Because a couple weeks ago, I remember you did this like really enthusiastic, like, I forgot. It was a joke. It was a good joke. That was a great it. story. I appreciate it. You're jokes. like, I have no idea what topic of the week's going to be. Maybe the TGS conference that happened last night will probably dominate the 45 minutes probably, of the day. I've been too busy playing that Guild Wars, but there was this thing where there's some PlayStation uh, uh, consoles and handhelds and software. You missed so much news, Clement. How could you miss it? I get, well, so many I was, softwares. I was reading up about it this morning. I, don't, I just don't know. You know. We might have other things we want to discuss. We have nothing. All right. There's nope. nothing to talk about. It. Like Ladies it and gentlemen, thank you, for, thank you for joining us again. It's Wednesday. We're doing a show a bit late. Uh, last night was the Tokyo Game Show press conference for the PlayStation console. Uh... Uh, three or four of us were here late doing. It was a real stuff. doozy. I was doing the doozy stuff. We're gonna we'll jump right into that. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for waiting. Thanks for being patient. Uh, read our twitters. I hate it when you guys continually ask the same question on Twitter. I just read the tweets. We tweet for a reason. They're there. We'll tell you where the podcast is. Stop asking where the podcast is. Check the tweet. Colin, where's the podcast? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We we appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, uh, so how, how was it, Colin? You got your TGS conference there last night. Beginning with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. There are 13 items on the list. 13 items. Are they all from TGS last night? Because no. TGS is so huge. No. Okay. Four of them are. The first four, I believe. Let me consult my documents. Five of them are. Okay. The first four. As well as that the now o- I'm as well as the eleven, thoroughly <laughs> confused. <laughs> five of the first four. No, five of them are including the first four, and okay. then number eleven. Oh, okay. <laughs> you stack the deck here. You got you got your deck the way you want it. It's, it's like a good magic deck. Number one, the new model of PlayStation Three is real. Officially unveiled at Tokyo Game Show, the new PS3 is about 25% smaller and lighter than the PS3 Slim, which itself was about 25% smaller and lighter than the PS3 Fat. So that's a total of 50%? Correct. Okay. From the first one From to the, the third From the big one. old fatty fat. With its typewriter opening. Yeah. yeah. The, we'll what would that. you call that, Greg? We'll get to that. Top loader. <laughs> we'll get to that. There's there an official are, music video out now on IGN.com you need to go watch <laughs> called Top Loader. There are multiple SKUs of the new PS3 available at different times and at different prices depending on where you live because, of course, nothing can be simple. No. Uh, in North America, the 250 gigabyte Uncharted Three bundle, which also comes with Dust Five One Four shit, uh, will launch on September twenty fifth for two hundred sixty nine dollars. The five hundred gigabyte one will follow on October thirtieth, so over a month later, yeah. for two hundred ninety nine dollars. Uh, in Europe and Australia, flash memory twelve gigabyte unit will run for two hundred twenty nine euro or three hundred dollars Australian. That will be available in early October. A five hundred gigabyte one will be available in both territories on September twenty eighth for two hundred ninety nine euro or four hundred Australian. Wait, so it's very confusing. Just uh, help me out, Carl. Mm-hmm. There, they have some solid state drive options. There, is that what you mean by flash memory? Yeah, the, the so the twelve gigabyte one, I think, is flash memory, and it's mm-hmm. not available here, okay. and that is cheap on the cheap. It's two hundred twenty nine euro. That's not that cheap. That's like three hundred dollars. Um, but cheaper though yeah, for Europe. Yeah, we we actually get pretty good deals here in the United States okay. of America. Yeah, I know we do. Uh, yeah, because we're living in a great. Greg, country. hit me. 
Real quick, we got a question here from Mr. Diaz. He writes into beyond.ign.com, just like you can, fair listener. With the PS3 announcement model change, Sony unveiled a Dust 514 bundle and Uncharted 3 bundle. Isn't Dust 514 free to play? Yes, it is, Mr. Diaz, but like most free-to-play games, you can go ahead and play it for free, but there's all these different tiers and items and things you can buy with real money. So if you buy this bundle here that comes with Uncharted 3, it also comes with a $30 voucher for... Uh, I think they didn't go into what it is. It's not just $30. It's $30 worth of stuff in Dust 514. I'm assuming weapons and loadouts and whatnots. Yeah. So there, there's your answer on that. Yeah, I'm interested to see, hear more about that game, what the situation is with it. They, they must simplify the game. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's too, it's too complicated. Like I think that the, the premise of it is great. The premise of it is sound. I love it. I love it. We love it's the great. idea of it. Yeah. Uh, in game, way too a lot complicated. Of a lot way, of way, the more I played it, the more I'm like, I have no idea. We got an email to beyond that ign.com from a kid who did not make the cut, and he was asking how he could be better at it. Said he got six kills in his first game and has not had a kill since. And it's one of those things where I think I might have got six kills total yeah. in like hours of playing the game. Yeah, you got it. Wow. You got to go. So it's uh, hard. It's really hard. We're deviating from the big subject here. What mm-hmm. do we think of the new George Foreman Grill PS3? Um. It's funny, like, we, we're calling it Top Loader. Yeah. Anyone who remembers the NES uh, and invokes the term Top Loader, that's actually the really good NES. That's the NES everyone wants because it's the one that works. Um, with this, it's a little weird mm-hmm. uh, to have it load on the top. Of course, it's more mechanical now as opposed to, you know, because it's cheaper sure. for it to be mechanical. Um and, uh, it's similar to the, if you if you haven't know. seen it yet, obviously you go to IGN.com and look at it. But if you needed an idea of what you're dealing with, it reminds me a lot of the redesigned PS2 Slim. Whereas the old days, you know, you hit the disc drive and the little tray came out. There was all, there was an arm there working. Now with this, uh, and then they redesigned it where you just hit a button and the little thing folded up. You put the disc in on top. Same idea here. You hit a little thing and the slider slides to the side. It's just a thin piece of plastic slides to the side, and you're right there looking at the entire optical drive. You put your disc in it and you slide it back. And you I don't to play. hate it. I hate it. I think the Slim is a much more beautiful, much yeah, more beautiful console. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I guess so. That's all true, and I can yeah. talk about yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I can talk about form. We could talk about form factor all day and all night. Okay. But ultimately, it's all about if the if it works. Sure. And if it if it's all about what, what you're getting out of it, and so if you, if you're getting a cheaper console and maybe it's more reliable, maybe it doesn't break as much. Who cares what it looks like? See, That's I don't think I it's say. I don't think it's cheaper. Like I, I feel like it's it's cheaper to manufacture. I think I'm, I feel I'm like they're using the ideal. The you're getting more gigabytes yeah. oh, for sure, your sure, money. You're getting more be, GBs yeah. for the money if too. Getting, yeah, that's the thing. People were GBs. People were looking for a price drop. There's no price drop. Instead, you're getting for the same amount of money. You're now getting more GBs. Put in. the whole thing is just so clunky and cumbersome. I, I think the rib top looks really stupid and terrible. And the top loader mechanic in general looks bad because like. The entertainment part, the entertainment center I had when I lived in Brooklyn, I could not have had a top loader system sure. because it, it fit into like a little shelf. So I think it's dumb. Well, boo hoo! <laughs> Couldn't play a Dreamcast in that either because that thing flipped up. I love Dreamcast. Um, we still haven't seen one. We don't have one. The, no, over no. there, IGN UK, they have it. They're unboxing videos up. They them running through. It still doesn't come with HDMI cables. Lol. Yeah, oh, it, it comes, it comes with it comes that with was, composite that was cables. Really great. You guys should watch the UK. Uh, Unboxing I like how they're just throwing everything up. on the ground. Yeah. yeah, that was so awesome when he. I think he even throws the controller. It looks like he's just kind of like Dual Shock Three, just like throws it to the side. Um, I don't hate it. I don't. I'm not crazy about it either. What I'm troubled by is that it's not cheaper. Um, mm. It's clearly made to be ma- cheaper to manufacture. So my whole thing is why not just kept kept going with the slim as it was and yeah. just drop the price of it. Right. Or yeah. if you're going to release this thing, drop the price exponentially, like make it two hundred dollars. Yeah for a 500 gigabyte one and, and up the fucking ante as it were but um these like are i mean some of these models are more expensive than the slim you know it's like what like, I, don't, I don't understand like like that's just confusing to yeah. the consumer this shit it doesn't yeah. make any sense they got to stop with this like i really hope when ps4 comes out or when they announce whatever it's just one unit that's no, it that's it's just one yeah, I think it's just those one. days are gone man look at the wii u the wii u can't even do it 
but, uh, the, so but that's here, the Wii U. So here's the Xbox, just have, the just PS3. Have, just have a PS4 with a terabyte hard drive. The Vita. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's over. No, that can't hey, do that. First of all, don't talk your sci-fi uh, nonsense. Terabyte. That's, mm. not, that's not a thing. You can't, that's not, you can't uh, make up numbers. <laughs> um, no, I'm just. What I really want to know is genuinely what was their goal with right, like right before an, a new generation of consoles is hitting, like when we already are now receiving word of launches and stuff. It's to have something new for for the holiday. But then why Let not them just do... drop that? My mic is totally. It's like you can tell. It's falling. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do the thing where you gotta stand. You're gonna have to get up there now and screw it together. But keep talking. Mm. Or you could just use the headset until Anthony gets here. Anthony Gaius oh, might join us. He's, he's trying to he's trying to come in and pitch an All Stars character. I like when there's a tease for you. I may have to try and go under. Oh God! Oh, We're and, never going to see him again. No, he's going under. No. We'll, we'll keep, we'll keep no. the conversation. Um, no, I, it's a hard. It's a hard. I, I, well, I get, I get what turn. I get what Sony's trying to do with this, right? They want to have uh, something they can say is new. They can do more holiday bundles this way. Mm. They can have stuff available at Christmas. You know, having new hardware, I think, does attract people in a certain way, but only when it's like, you know, going from the fat PS3 to the slim PS3. That kind of new hardware makes sense to me. That's a better looking system. This does not. I, I can't imagine the average consumer giving a shit about this weird top-loading rib. They would have only cared if it was cheaper. Yeah. That's but, the thing. They would only care if it was cheaper. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, yeah. Slim was $250. It got down to $250, the smallest one or whatever. Sure. So to have one that's now $270, it's like, what the fuck does that? Like, what? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. just release it. I would have loved to see the PS3 at $150, you know, or yeah. $200 at the most. And start just selling those things, getting them out there, and then, you know, build up that cadence to PS4. Get people excited about the PlayStation platform. Sure, sure. Meanwhile, Goldfarb's drawing Optimus friggin' Prime over here. What is this? What is that? What is bunch that? Of, bunch of 3D objects. I love it. Bunch of 3D objects. polygons. Ah. Polygons. Number two. The Verge slash Number two. Uh, a handful of new PlayStation 3D games were announced at Tokyo Game Show. Three games from Marvelous AQL, Valhalla Knights 3, Muramasa the Demon Blade, which is a Wii port, and Senran Kagura Shinobi Versus. Are all due out in Japan in early 2013. The former two are likely candidates to come out west. God Eater 2, originally announced for PSP, was also revealed now to be a Vita game that will interact with the PSP version via ad hoc multiplayer. Soul Sacrifice, KG and Afune's upcoming Vita game was also shown off, though it, will be, it was revealed that it will be delayed until spring of 2013. Hey, Colin. Mm. Yeah. Can I get some clarification? Sure. On what was that one? Shinobi versus what? It's Senran Kagura Shinobi. Shinovi. Shinovi. Yeah. Shinovi versus. That's it. That's no, what's called. Nothing. It ends with versus. Yep. But I don't think uh, that doesn't make any sense. That's what it's, it's called. Almost makes as much sense as uh, versus thirteen. <laughs> That's true. It's very. True. Actually, it's identical to to that because <laughs> it would be called Final Fantasy versus without a number after. Yeah. 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 So take that to the fucking bank. Take it to Greg. the bank. How do you like that? How do you like those game announcements, Kyle? Uh, Valhalla so Nights good. three is is interesting. The, the first two Valhalla Nights games on PSP were not great, um, according to you know. Critics. Muramasa is a great game um, by all accounts. It's a Vanillaware game. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm a little confused about is Vanillaware doesn't seem to be having a great time doing uh, Dragon's Crown, but Mm -hmm. they're porting this game to Vito. Okay. Uh, And Senran Kangura, uh, there's two 3DS games in that that series already. None of them have come out in the States, so I don't think that's going to be ported here. Uh, God Eater 2 will come out here for sure. Uh, Soul Sac- the first God Eater and Soul way. Sacrifice. Yeah, that, that stumped us last night for a, a because it was called minute. God Eater yeah. Burst. Yeah, the news came out and I go- I remember all- I remember when we did the PSP, how many PSP covers we had for God Eater, and I googled and we didn't review it, and I was like, what the hell? And yeah. then Colin was asking about it like 30 minutes later, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I remember someone reviewing it, and then it was God Eater Burst. That there was it was. Me. So it'll probably be called God Eater Burst too. Um, Bursting. And then Soul Sacrifice looks really cool, but it's good that they're going to kind of polish it of course. Um, a little bit. Uh, you know, the more I, the more I, I've been, you know, this morning I updated our review calendar with Vita games. There are quite a, a few Vita games coming out this fall. I'm very conflicted about what's going on with the Vita right now because mm-hmm. they're games that no one really cares about. Yeah, 
but yeah. there are games. Sure. So that's the exact problem. Like yeah. many of these games might be fantastic. These could even be high scoring games, but like, man, they need more of the Assassin's Creed, the Call of Duty, the the things that get people mainstream people to be like, oh, this is a system that has the games I want on it, so I can go out and buy it. And it's a lot of what Randy Pitchford talked about on Up at Noon, which is like. The dream with the Vita is what very, very, very few games do so far, mm -hmm. which is I can play on my couch, take my save on the go, and when I'm on the train, I can keep going. Yeah. And, and when I come home, I can stick it back up again. Like, and, and obviously, there are games that do that, but it's like Metal Gear, and you know, it'll be PlayStation All-Stars, it'll be Sly Cooper, and, and those aren't the show. system sellers. You know? Yeah, in the show. I mean, yeah, there are plenty more examples. Anything with cross-buy sounds like it'll do it. Sound chips. I don't know, man. It's not enough. I don't think no, I don't. Not. I don't. You. We talk about the mainstream all the time, and I don't know if they will ever come to the Vita. I don't think they will. You, yeah. It doesn't matter how many Assassin's Creed or Call of Duties you have anymore. But they came to the PSP. That's kind of what I mean. Like, it, yeah, but they came to the PSP and never bought games. I mean, because yeah. they, they, they that because the the mainstream popcorn kind of blockbuster thing doesn't speak to everybody. You know, what I mean, the people who want to play PSP and want to play Vita wanted to play God Eater Burst and they wanted to play Mo Monster Hunter and they wanted to play Patapon and they want to play games that speak to this niche audience. That's where the handheld is. Yep, that's f I'm fine with that as long as there's some commercial viability to it, in sure. which developers can make money on their games and therefore keep making them. Because this is going to be the problem. I mean, this is going to be the problem is that Vita might exist for years. We might be talking about the Vita for five years, but there might be like a few games a year that are like even worth talking about after a while sure. because there's no money to be made. These things must sell. I see. It's weird. Like, it, it, I don't think Vita gamers realize that they have. You know, they have a horse in this race. They, they they should want the Vita to do well commercially, not because they care about Sony, but because they care about the games coming out for these for these kind. Of, you know, you can't put the cart before the horse and, and say like, well, we have this, we have these great games coming out. We don't know if Vita's going to sell. No one's going to do that. It's the same. That's thing. why people are still making PSP games in yeah. Japan. Yep. It's it's the same thing. We keep talking to people and we ask why this game isn't coming there, and they say we're taking the wait and see approach. They want to see how the Vita does. So it's one of those things where you can't say there's no games for the Vita and not own the Vita and then complain about there not being games for the Vita because they're not going to make games for the Vita until you buy the Vita, even if you buy it and then there's no games. No, it's, I mean, it's, and that sucks and that's it, crazy and it doesn't sound right and that's one of the reasons it's having such trouble right now. Getting that's off always the been the way it was. That's why the Sega Master System bombed. That's why you know the Dreamcast didn't have great uh, domestic support. I mean, like you. You know, if you could put your game on the PSP or you could put your game on the Vita in Japan, like what are you gonna do? Especially because they announced that they were dropping the price of the PSP last night. I couldn't believe more, more, more colors, colors too. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe that. I'm like, you. I, they really, they don't understand what they're doing but, to the Vita. I don't think by doing this kind of stuff, they should just discontinue the PSP. I understand that it's a cash cow and they're clearly making lots of money on it. It probably costs nothing to make the PSP at this point. It's eight years old. Yeah. You know. So they're probably making a lot of cash, and that's great. That's probably a stream of revenue for them in which these streams of revenue are becoming more and more rare. But they have to look at the long game with the Vita, and the more that they let the PSP exist and sell and put games on it and stuff like that, the worse the Vita is going to do. It's going to hurt them long term. It might, it might be a short-term financial gain to sell a few more million PSPs, but they have to be careful about what they're doing. This is, God Eater is a really good example. It's like, instead of just moving the whole project to the Vita, it's like, it's on PSP and it's on Vita, and they talk to each other. Yeah. So it's like, okay, totally so, so there's no reason to even own the Vita for God Eater. If that's a game you're looking for, you just buy it on your PSP or you own a PSP. Yeah. And, it'll, yeah. and you can play with your friends on the Vita if you want to, but there's no reason to buy a Vita for it. And no, there are no games that are, that even these games that are being announced, like a Wii port, you know? Like, the 20 million Wiis were sold in Japan. People played Muramasa. It's a Vanillaware game. It's a really popular Japanese developer. People played that game. It's exciting that it's coming, but I don't know, man. It's it's distressing because I want the Vita to do well, not because I really give a shit about how it does for Sony, but because I want games for it. It's the handheld I always wanted. It's beautiful. It's a brilliant little thing. And yeah. it's, it's dying. It's already dying. I mean, you have to be... It sounds like a troubled father. That's I don't think the question it's dying though. as much as it's just doing its thing. 
I just I don't I don't think it's gonna it's ever gonna be this raging success like we all wanted it to be or thought it might have the chance to be. We all thought it had that chance to be the, you know this comeback kid kind of thing overthrow like handhelds aren't dead you know here's this dedicated handheld for dedicated gamers and I think it is the handheld for dedicated gamers but that just means that the people who only play Call of Duty and only play Madden aren't ever gonna give a shit about it. But that's the question: Can it recover at this point? Like, do so. What do you mean by recover? I mean, will it ever achieve that? No. You don't think it ever will? Well, I mean, what I just said where it's like a huge hit yeah. with the ma- mainstream and everybody's playing these things? No, never. It'll never come close to D- yeah. the DS sales or Not, anything like that. N- see, that's the thing is is with a two to three year development cycle, like these these choices happening matter now because if we want games in like 2015, the, 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 the marination process, as it were, begins now for some of these games. And, you know, when you're like, okay, there's three million of these things in the world. Three million. I mean, that's not a lot. That's yeah. not a lot at all. I mean, it, it's... It's a bad number. It's a bad number, and I, I just wish Sony would would be a little more upfront and frank about what's going on with the Vita and the fact that like they need to do something about it. And I think that them giving you know you know we saw more Black Ops declassified yesterday. They showed a lot of footage. That game doesn't look good. I don't I don't know how it's going to play. I haven't played it. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look like a good game. You know, it just doesn't look nice. It doesn't look look crisp like a game that was paid a lot of attention to and stuff like that. It looks a lot like Resistance. And it's a Call of Duty game. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the game. That's the one, man. That's the one that could have, like, really sold a sure. lot of hardware. You'd think you would give a lot of love. I wish they would have just delayed that game well, that, for Well, a that's year. the whole yeah. thing we always talk about is that that's the one where they missed the boat on not having cross-buy with, you know, not having some kind of link in with Black Ops 2 where, you know, you open up Black Ops 2 and there it is or there's some kind of content there. You can take save on the road and do this, that, and the other. The fact that they are autonomous things kills the momentum it could have had to say, hey, Call of Duty fan who's been camped out in front of GameStop to buy it tonight at midnight. You've got your PS3 version now. Here's why you should buy a Vita with it too. You know what I mean? We yeah. have the Vita bundle right there, right there next to it. Here's and, why you need it. And even Assassin's Creed we've talked about, like that's coming out the same day as the same console. Same day, one, which so is so getting, But And see, see, this is why, so I agree, they totally missed the boat, like on Crossbuy. Crossbuy should have been available day one. That should have been something they realized earlier on. That said, I I really don't think it's too late for something like that to catch on and, and oh, no, make I, the Vita I think more successful. I, I think I think the Vita is going to be more successful. I don't I'm not one of these people who thinks it's dead or that it's dead in the water or whatever. I think it'll be I think it's gonna I, I it's one of those things like me we have a whole stream of conversation we need to have with Colin about last night and everything else and the and his tweeting and his depression about the conference and everything. I came to a realization last night that I've been doing this a long time, the PlayStation thing. And it's just one of those things now. I start to have conversations with people about the Vita and I feel like I'm having the PSP conversation again. So I'm just like, okay, I was fine with the PSP. I have lots of great memories of the PSP. There's a, hundreds of awesome PSP games that I look back on, you know what I mean? But there was always the PSP is dead and the PSP the doesn't have any game. <laughs> the six-year tailspin, as Craig Harris put it, of the PSP. And it's just one of those things. I think that's what this Vita is going to be. The Vita is going to have awesome, awesome games on it. Persona, 4, I cannot wait for Persona. Yeah, me too. But like, goddamn, do I want Persona so bad? Yeah, did but you that watch, game. Did you see, watch your but commentary see, on IGN.com. Yeah, yeah, twenty-five minutes, right? Yeah. 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 But this is the trouble. There's two things that trouble me about that's what you said. That's an old game. That's not only an old game. <laughs> but that game's already out in Japan now. Yeah. The, that the and it, it sold like a, a few hundred thousand units. Okay, that's great, but. That's a game that should have sold more hardware. The, the, the hardware, the impetus on selling more hardware is in Japan. It's not in the West. The, mm-hmm. the unit's selling okay in the West, considering that there aren't a lot of games for it that people care about. Yeah. As good as this Escape Plan is, or Stardust Delta, or any of these games, no one cares about those games. Those are the games you discover after you own it. You have to have that entry point to get the, to get to the unit, in which you then discover the ecosystem in which the Vita is running. The other thing that concerns me is that we're at like three million or so Vitas now. We don't know the exact number. 
PSP in in eight, you know, a little under eight years has sold 75 million units or so. Let's assume that Vita sells five million units in its first year. Japan, December 17th, will be the one year. That means that over eight years would have sold half as many units, a little more than that. Yeah. Which means it's not the same thing as the PSP. It is worse than the right. PSP. But, but, but that, that's an unfair thing to say because there's there's not room for, like so in 2013. Let's say they totally get cross by together and every single PS3 game supports it. There's so much more of an incentive to buy a Vita that like Unlikely. it could sell twice as many that year. And remember, and yeah, it was I a agree, big but... deal when they redesigned the PSP when they put out the price. I remember like Mark Ryan and Andre. Everybody went out and bought a PSP that day. They redesigned it and put it out slim. Yeah, like I, that, I bought one my, my own. That day. it's one of those things. Like it's not just so cut and dry. Is is you know year one kind of thing. Looking at the stats that way. Not to mention it's a different ecosystem. I, I don't think it'll be as successful as the PSP. I think in the like when we sit back and talk about it, you're going to talk in the same way you talk about the PSP library and the the way people talked about the PSP being dead. But numbers wise. No, there's iPhones now. There's a million of tablets. There's this, that, and the other that are competing for market share and what you can do with it. I also think it could be, and obviously it's way too early to, to really know anything about this, but like, look at what the Wii U's doing. Look at like uh, Surface and Smart Glass and what they're clearly planning for Xbox 720 to do. Like, mm. Vita could be the second screen alternative for PS4 games moving forward, and so there's yeah. no reason why it can't become bigger next. But unless they start well. packaging it in, it'll never work because it, sure. it'll just be like when they put out the GameCube and they gave you a little GB adapter, GBA adapter that no one ever used. You know, what I mean, it's it's an option, sure, but like, who really wanted to? Who needed to? Sure. Yeah, that's the thing is that they need to. It's 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 a divergent thing because. It, it doesn't really make sense because they need to make the Vita and the PS3 more compatible with each other and make them one in which like they need to sell them together. Ubiquity. Exactly, ubiquitous, but not too ubiquitous. I think they're becoming too ubiquitous. That's yeah. I think that's a huge problem. I'm telling you, I know a lot of people don't agree with me. I think there's too, the crossover is too much. There's too much crossover. I don't think PlayStation All-Star should be on the Vita. I'll keep saying it over and over again. It should not be on the Vita. That should be a PS3 game. Sound Shape should have been a Vita game. You know, Sly Cooper should be a PS3 game. And then every once in a while, they should cross now, over. Now, here, here's, here's my counter-argument yeah. to the All-Stars thing, all right? My counter to the All-Stars thing is I think if you didn't do the cross... I don't think All-Stars would sell on Vita, period. I don't, I don't think it's the kind of game people are looking for on the Vita. So I think by saying, hey, everybody, you're, you've bought this on PS3. Inside the box is the Vita version. How much do you like... You, you're playing right now with your friends. You really, really love it. Why not try buying the Vita for this? Why not? You know, you already have a game. You have a game you already know you love. Why not play it on the Vita? Yeah, that's a fair point. But to, to Goldfarb's point, they they must create a cadence with this, where sure. like this is what this is what's going to be. The, you know, Sly Cooper must do this, and like the other games must do this too. Where it's like the PS3 is the lead build. This is the game. You know, if we give you six of these a year or whatever, will you buy a Vita for but, it? Because you can't just do it like wishy washy and shit. Like where All Stars does it, and then like nothing <laughs> does it next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. That they're doing it with weird games. Like, how is a little big planet carding not on the Vita? Like, it, it it's weird to me that All Stars is and that isn't, or that's like Cooper is and that isn't. Like, I mean, yeah. I think there there are games that would be really well suited to be on Vita, and then there are games that aren't. For me, Sly Cooper is more exciting on the Vita than the PS3. Yeah, we keep saying that. I really want to play Sly Cooper on the Vita. That's I, what I, I don't, I I don't get it. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I I get that. I know I'm in the minority on that. I just don't feel like Sly Cooper belongs on the Vita. Uh, like, not that Sly Cooper. We played it. I mean, yeah. I played it on Vita and I was like, you know, E3, and I'm like, and in my mind, I'm like, this looks beautiful. It's a good game. It runs well. You know, it's fun. It's just too small. It's just too like I don't want to play something like that on the Vita. I just it wasn't yep. made for the Vita. You know, like clearly it wasn't made for the Vita. It was a second. It was an afterthought. That's why the game's delayed, probably. You know, so yeah, I think that's a totally fair argument. It, it comes down to personal preference for something like that. Although that's why I like the idea of the option existing, yeah. personally. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I can totally see that, and I, I do clearly agree that it, it was planned for ps3 i mean it was announced for ps3 and then months and months later yeah, uh, during pre-e3 they announced so, it for vita so number three on the roper report number yeah. three sorry 
Hey, really quick before we get to that. Sure. Speaking of something to play on the Vita, if you picked up Little Big Planet Vita and you want to help me get the uh, 50 plays trophy, maybe play a five-second level by Garfab. There you go. Thanks, go guys. play my Huey Lewis in the news level. I already have the trophy, so you can just do it for fun. Yeah. number That's a good one. That's a funny one. Number three, Sony briefly touched on their acquisition of cloud gaming service Gaikai Gai- TGS. Knowing that Gaikai's technology and manpower will allow Sony to expand PlayStation's reach outside of the game space. What exactly the company has planned remains to be seen, though Sony's Andrew House promised that services are currently in development and will soon be revealed. Interesting. It's weird for me because when all the Gaikai rumors were happening, when they finally announced the acquisition, I was really excited for it. And then when they talked about it last night, I was just like, yeah. Like, I, I'm pretty happy with PlayStation Plus cloud support as it is. Like, maybe, you know, obviously streaming games is a whole different ballgame. But, uh, yeah, but they, they said things like, I, I'm gaming. excited about them doing some sort of Netflix like service. Or, sure. um, you know, it, it's disappointing. Like, Nasne and Torn, where they showed those, that's like the. The, the hardware and the software of a DVR machine that's attached to the PS3. Like, I don't understand why that's not coming out here. You know, like, why won't that come out here? That that would be awesome to have something like that where you can, you know, like, for instance, like, I have, like, a shitty old, probably 10-year-old cable box where I can only hold, like, you know, 10 hours worth of programming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but on a, on these new PS3 Slims with half a terabyte of, uh, of space, you can save so much on there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I would, I, there's got to be some sort of fcc thing or something that that they why they won't release those. i feel like that would actually be a selling point for the ps3 especially if the ps3 was a little cheaper or you sell them all together for like 300 bucks i think that'd be pretty cool blu-ray player dvr ps3 i really like yeah. the idea of that um solid straight drives that we were talking that surprised me i actually didn't know that from the announcement well yesterday. but when they say flash memory it could just as easily be like i mean yeah it, it's 12 gigs so i mean don't think of it as like a huge oh, storage solution not, i know but um, yeah. i mean if we if that would be awesome. I just think that that's, you know, where the technology is moving. Uh, oh, totally. Solid totally. State yeah, I think that might be an yeah. experiment on their part great, great, to kind of see what it, what it is. Well, especially since we already, uh, you know, the UK was saying that uh, they've heard the, the new PS3 is a little louder just because the disk drive is closer to the, the mm-hmm. edge of the system itself. And, you know, not having a spinning plate hard drive would at the very least help cut down a noise, probably sure. a little faster, more efficient. True. Well, it's just it's it's way less prone to breaking. Yeah. I mean, hard too. drives hard drives fail not a lot, but quite a lot. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Enough where it's noticeable. They will inevitably fail at some point, right? Won't we all? Number four. <laughs> yes. Very very poignant. Number four. PlayStation Plus is finally coming to PlayStation Vita. At Sony's TGS press conference, it was revealed that PlayStation Plus will finally roll out to Vita this November. A subscription to Plus on PS3 will carry over to Vita and vice versa. And PS Plus on Vita will have identical features as it does on PS3, including giving players access to an instant game collection, free and discounted games, early and exclusive releases, cloud-saving, automatic updates, and more. Great. King Brando writes into Beyond at IGN.com. Beyond. Yeah, Beyond. Hey, guys. So hey. Vita is now getting the Instant Game Collection 2. What games do you think they'll make available, and what games would you like to see help boost sales? Everything. Thanks, King Brando. Gravity Rush. Yeah. I think I think you'll see smaller stuff first. I bet. I missed, oh, like Escape Plan, Super Stardust. I bet. Well, I think Mutant Bob's Attack will be the will be the first freebie. I think because sure. everybody loves that game universally, and it'll be a good way to get people to understand they can download games to that thing. That's what we're talking about too. You know, people who buy it and then just don't understand like how many great PSN games there are. Well, people are very resistant. Not I want to say very resistant, but there are people that are resistant to downloading anything. Like they want to have the disc. They don't. Yeah. Like we see it. I mean, we saw it. Like I've, I've said it before, and you know. We, when we were at Comic-Con last year and I asked them, like, who, who's played, you know, Rochard? Like, one person out of, like, a group of hundreds of people raise their hands. It's like, that game is more yeah, worthy to depressing. play than most of the retail shit you played this year. Like, there's some people just have an aversion to, to downloading games. It's a little strange. Like, yeah. that is the future. Got, yeah, like it or not. And, see, and that's one of the things that yeah. I think hurts the Vita and hurts the PlayStation Network is that people aren't ready for that yet. You know what I mean? A lot of people aren't ready for that. And real quick aside, New York Comic-Con, we're coming back. Colin. Yes, if you're going, If you're going to be at New York Comic-Con, we have a panel Saturday, 9 to 10. 
It's yeah, Saturday, night. October thirteenth, nine <laughs> nine at night. Yeah. yeah, you have a nine a nine p.m. panel. Yep, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great. IGN's yeah. free shit and podcast beyond returns. You can win free shit from Chris Carl and then listen to us talk about video games. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, yeah, it's October thirteenth. The next day is October fourteenth, which is my birthday. Greg and I will be going to the New York Jets game that day, which will be oh very God. fun indeed. L E T S. Let's Jets. Let's. Yep. Greg's gonna hear his very first Jets chant, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, when Jets. You, I'm telling you, when you hear a whole stadium full of people doing it at the same time, it's goosebump worthy. You can oh, find it on when YouTube. I see, when I see the same tweet go out from you every, every Sunday. friggin' game, I sure, I sure get goosebumps. It's fun. You can unfollow them, all right? Yeah, know, feel free to unfollow me on Twitter. America. Yeah, I guess, I guess I can't make any jokes on, no, you on can't. the show. <laughs> By the way, we never dressed why you took your shoes off. Maybe you should do I that. I was hot. I'm part of the hot crew, if you didn't know, on yep. Podcast oh, Beyond, man, where I, over, I overheat a bit, and yes. so I was overheating, so I kicked off my shoes. Here. I don't think Colin's part of the hot crew. He wasn't, he's not part of the hot crew. He doesn't seem do like, a, sweat like a, a sweater. You don't seem like a sweater. No. You, you keep cool. Like, I'm comfortable. He's cool as a cucumber, as they say. But, when I go, when I, but ask Greg, when I come back from running, I've been running almost every day, like five, five days Still a week or so. But I run about three miles. I come back, I'm just like drenched. He's a wheezing bag of trash. Great. That means your body is evolving. I was going to run this morning, but I was just, eh, whatever. Number five. That's a good attitude. Have. Number five. Beta codes are currently going out to a select few for a new PlayStation All-Stars beta. This time on PlayStation Vita. This beta is called the Crossplay Developer Beta and will allow Superbot Entertainment and Sony to test the online fidelity of their game between the console and the handheld. The current beta is scheduled to last through September 25th, though that should be taken with a grain of salt, as the PS3 beta lasted far longer than the original date's given. Uh, keep an eye out for your inbox. Or on your inbox to see if where's my inbox. <laughs> it said it said it, uh, that wasn't a typo. It does say on your inbox, but the light is shining down uh, from above here uh-huh. in such a way that it's obscuring the words on the page. Oh. Uh, are we in heaven? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, PlayStation Vita's new firm. It's happening again. I got to hold it. Here, you got right? yeah, get an angle. You got to get some angles going. No, I'm fine. You don't have to play the angles. <laughs> Number six, PlayStation Vita's new firmware is live. Update 1.81 is a forced update that improves software stability, though Sony has said very little about it otherwise. Rumors on the net, con- uh, n- rumors on the net about this update, uh, which seemingly came out of nowhere. Out, no, I'm trying, I'm trying to word this a little bit better. Basically, the rumors are that people have been cracking the, have successfully been cracking the Vita and, and starting, I guess, the first step towards uh, breaking it open. Uh, and so, and people have been linking me to this stuff, and I'm not writing about it, but. Uh, yeah, people have basically been taking the first, like the, the baby steps towards breaking the Vita wide open, and apparently this update, according to these people, uh, locks them back out. So that's good. Number because again, piracy will. If you want to see what one thing that will kill the Vita quicker than anything, it'll be piracy, just like the PSB. Number seven. Killzone HD has been announced and will be available separately from the Killzone Trilogy due out this October. The Killzone Trilogy is still due out um, in October across all regions, but Killzone HD will be downloadable on PSN separately for $15 for those that already own Killzone 2 and 3. Uh, it's been graphically up, uh, upraised and improved. It has full trophy support, including a platinum trophy. Mm-hmm. It has something like 53 bronze trophies. Well, that's no good. Wow. Uh, and its controls have been upgraded to fall more in line with how Killzone 2 and Killzone 3 feel, which yeah. is actually quite exciting. If you think about how some of those old shooters feel, yeah. which is why I couldn't play Deus Ex Human Revolution because it felt like it was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Number eight. Nothing to talk about with any of these. We're just going right through now. Yeah, well, you know, the big PlayStation news is that nobody gives a shit about fucking kills on trophies. All right, we get it. There's mm, a lot of kills on trophies. I don't know. I think I think, I think it kills on HD is going to be pretty big. Uh, no. Planet, I, what, what do you think? By what you mean the collection, or you mean that that PSN version? I think the PSN version. I think people are going to play it. I think people are going to play it. I, I sure. think a lot of people have never played the original Killzone. I agree. Uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty big. 
I think it's gonna. It'll, I think it'll By, chart. It'll do well in there. You know, when they do. You know, what came out last yeah, month. It'll be, it'll top be, five. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Okay. Good. Good. Glad we made some progress here. Number eight. Little Big Planet Vita was originally planned to be released on September 25th. However, due to it being manufactured early. Sony has given retailers to go ahead to sell it early. Yay! Yay. Uh, it won't be available digitally until September 25th, but if you want to buy a hard copy, you should be able to do so now. And the servers were just turned on on Tuesday, so Correct. everything is online now. Yeah, very exciting. I, uh, so I, I, I stole a Bioshock code from Amazon, basically, because what I did was I pre-ordered... Here you go, kids. Here's how you, here's, <laughs> yeah. We're going to put this up on the wiki on how to steal from Amazon. <laughs> I, uh, if you pre-ordered the game, of course, you get the Big Daddy costume, which I, I really, really, really wanted. Um, I already have Little Big Planet Vita. So what I did was... Pre-ordered from Amazon, came a week early, came today, got my Bioshock code, put it in my system, had my cute little big daddy. Then I returned the still sealed, totally legitimate copy to Amazon, but I'm keeping the Bioshock code. There you go. That's how You're you going to jail, son. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Zone of the Enders HD has been given a release date on PlayStation 3. It's due out on October 30th, and we'll come packing a free demo for Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Its status on PlayStation Vita is still unknown. Uh, I tweeted about this, and I saw Jeremy Parrish tweeted about it, uh, too. Um, I don't know if he was making the same joke I was, but uh, this reminds me of uh, the original Zone of the Enders, yep. which came with Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, Solid 2 demo, and that's the only reason anyone bought it. So I, I kind of wonder if you know this is a... you know Jeremy overtly asked, like, are they doing this to be funny? Yeah. Like, I, I think it's actually like a kind of a coincidence, but well, who knows? No, I think it's... I th- well, I think... I mean, I think it's because that's all they have. They have to put it in something. I think it's a nice throwback, though. I remember yeah. that. I remember mm-hmm. when Zone of yeah. the Enders came out, and I went and watched my friend play Zone of the Enders. And I was like, this game sucks. I'll just buy the disc off eBay. <laughs> and I bought the Metal Gear uh, demo disc off eBay. Yeah, I bought Zone of the Enders. I remember... Uh, this is a weird story, but I remember going... I went to the mall with my friend Steven and his girlfriend. I don't remember his girlfriend's name at the time. He's, he's Steven, St- Steven's a good dude. I like this. Jeez, I, I actually saw him last year for the Come first time. On. and She grew up to be Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was dating at the time like a 45-year-old woman. A Harvard professor. Okay. Uh, so we were like 16, 17. We went to the mall, Smith Haven Mall in Long Island. And uh, I bought Metal Gear Solid... Or I bought Zoe for the Metal Gear Solid 2 disc. Um, and then we went out to Applebee's afterwards, the three of us. Yeah. And I remember my friend was so mad at me because when we got the check he, I, he you know we were splitting it up three ways and i was like why don't you pay for her and then he's like and she's like and she's kind of like oh like and, and he, he was like she yelled at me later that he was like yo i i had to pay like an extra 20 dollars for dinner or whatever <laughs> i'll never forget that i'll never forget that oh steven funny stuff just saw they, they got married three re- kids now Yep. He, he is married, but to someone else. Okay. Number 10. Was the reception at an Applebee's? <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the same thing happened again. <laughs> Steven is a uh, an entrepreneur. He's uh, doing very well. He owns his own house on Long Island, which is quite exceptional mm-hmm. uh, since it is so fucking expensive to live there. Steven Soderbergh. He directed uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yes, correct. Number 10. Dark wow. Souls DLC called Atorius oh of the Abyss. We'll be coming to PS3 on October 23rd in North America and October 24th in Europe and Australia. It includes new maps, bosses, and a new player versus player mode. Hmm, nice. I just want to point out that how hilarious it is that Clements is using a Madden flash drive right now. He's it all the time. What do you do? With the, you score the goals? <laughs> all right. Kick the ball? You do kick a ball on Madden, you so you're, you're you actually right on. And you score, well, you don't really score goals, you score points. Mm-hmm. But it's like, might as well be a goal. What do you score? Close enough. Uh, touchdowns. You can score touchdowns. And? Yeah. Uh, you can field goals. And what else? You can field uh, goals. You can, uh, let's see. What is this? Uh, is he catching something? Is it flying overhead? He's making a ref motion like there. It's a shark. It's like shark fin. Safety. Safety. It's two points. Two points. That's when... Is no, that when never. I said in the sketch, <laughs> I said that's worth 12 points? No. I, I did one that's really was really way too high. Yeah. All right. That was funny. It was. I like that sketch. Uh, yeah, me, me too. too. I I Touchdown six, PAT one, two-point conversion two. A PAT, what? 
Point after touchdown. Point after touchdown. Point after touchdown. Okay. Field goal three. Safety two. Got it. Number seven, eight, and six. Correct. Seven, eight, nine, six, 11, 12. Number 11. Last week, KJ and Afune began to tease a project called Yaiba. I think that's how you say it. Y-A-I-B-A. This week, we now know the project is actually a new Ninja Gaiden game called Ninja Gaiden Z. Oh. It's unclear what console or handle it's on, though. It's likely a PlayStation 3 game. There's my bet. Take it to the bank. The column we already bet. And probably the Xbox, too. Number 12, it looks like the PlayStation Store is getting a redesign. PlayStation Australia posted images of the, on their blog teasing the redesign, which is reportedly rolling out this October. We have a few other details, unfortunately, but stay tuned for more on this, Greg. Yeah. So last night, basically, they show the new Slim. It's like, oh, cool, Every, all the blogs, all the PlayStation sites start talking about it. Then PlayStation Australia t- posts the pictures of the Slim and say, to get ready for this, we're also rolling out a new PlayStation store in October. Look for it now. It'll be easier to browse on your couch than ever before. You say, that sounds cool, but nobody else is talking about it. So are you just crazy Australians, or is that for everybody? Sony won't comment. Then today, the official PlayStation Twitter tweets out saying, hey, why don't you turn on your PS3 and go into your internet browser? You can see our new web portal beta and see give us opinions on that when you go into the web portal beta by the way there's a video of all this up on ign.com you should go watch you go into the web portal beta it's this really nice layout and like you, you dra- dra- drag your mouse cursor around you can browse content you can go straight to facebook you can go straight to the blog all the playstation stuff's right there but you can also click on games and then it shows all the games gives you a little bit of information you can click buy now in this you're in the internet browser mind you click buy now then it says it's going to take you to the store the hope here would be that when they do this playstation store redesign in october Steal a page from the Xbox, the Microsofts, if you will, and take that infrastructure and put it online so that when you're sitting at your desk at work, you can say, man, you know what? I do want to buy that new little big planet game. And you click, you download it, you put your credit card information in a real computer, then it automatically starts downloading at home. It gets added to a download queue, something like that. Try to bring it all together ubiquity, as we always talk about. Don't put it in that fake computer. No, don't put it in one of those ones that has like the The word processor? No, it's got the gumballs in it, you know? You got like one of those candy phones you give kids. Don't use that. Using a mouse? What is a keyboard? You got your fake, you got your fake little cash register that you play. Exactly. Number 13. Bioware's co founders, Dr. Ray Muzika and Greg Zeshuk. Is that Zeshuk? Yep. Have retired from the company. The company, however, has promised more Mass Effect 3 content, including multiplayer maps and modes and single-player stories, including Omega, which comes out this fall. They also confirmed that there will be a new Mass Effect game, ah. headed up by Casey Hudson. Shocking. You talked about this. You've written about this. I where where they should take this. the franchise from there. I, I think they should be prequels. How, what else are they going to do with prequels? I don't understand what else they could possibly do. Spoilers. It's called Massive Fun, and it's a party game. Massive Fun. Massive Fun. I play Massive Fun. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> You're right here first. Um, I would. I, I think there's. I think there's great lore in the in the history of Mass sure. Effect in which they could explore. There's so many things they can do. Um, the, wars. the finality of Mass Effect Three means that there could be nothing after Mass Effect Three, unless, well, you know. I mean, they've said many times in the past that wherever they continue, it won't be your Shepard. Um, they, they've talked about that before. Um, yeah, it's good. They don't need Shepard anymore. His yeah, story's agree. done. Yeah, I wrote a piece His about that. His or her. I have no interest in, in more Shepard games after this. More it's amazing Shepherd? how much more I liked female Shepard to male Shepard. Oh, well, yeah. that's just because Jennifer Hale's awesome. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it really is just because of the voices. Yeah. I played male Shepard up and down. <clears throat> yeah, across all three games. Because I... See, Greg likes to play as... Why don't you drop the gun? <laughs> he was fine. I didn't mind his voice acting, but Greg likes to play as women like when he, like in in Reckoning and yeah. Fallout. Yeah. Mass Effect. Yeah. I'm playing as a woman in Borderlands too, and she is the best. Yeah, I mean, when if you know, as a as a heterosexual male, if you're gonna be looking at a character for 40 hours, why shouldn't it be a, a beautiful character? Well, well, for me, it's 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 more of you know, 
I want to be able to in a role playing game or an immersive yeah, game. I want to be able right. to relate so, yeah. to the character, like as if not if it's, if it's me. I mean, obviously it's not me, but like you know, okay, like you know, I'm making decisions as if it were me. And see, yeah, yeah, I don't do, I don't. I, for me, there's always that I, that suspension of disbelief is lost because it's always are you gonna be Paragon or are you gonna be Renegade? So I'm clear. I always I usually make a character, and like my Fallout Three character was uh, Kal El. And like, so he was going to be good. You know what I mean? And in reckoning, it was Taylor Swift, and she was going to be good. And like, <laughs> one, like I set out knowing how I was going to make these characters into it. So I was already telling a narrative, you know, weaving a narrative that was very much predefined. You know what I mean? So like, there wasn't like, if if there's ever going to be a truly gray area RPG, like there isn't. I'm not getting perks or bonuses depending on what I'm doing. Then it'd be more likely for me to be, oh, I'm Greg Miller. You know what I mean? I'm out there doing this yeah. kind of thing. But when it's like I don't always make the good choices, Ryan knows. So for me, I played as a I did I did do one playthrough as a as a female. But uh, for me, I'm weird in this way. I don't really like customizing characters. Like like even growing oh, yeah. up, I like having the uh, default character. Like yeah, every time I ever played a Zelda game, character is named Link. Like I, I just right, well, keep the different. default name, default that's character different. appearance. Like that's just me. That's I mean yeah. Like I I remember the one time when I played. So this this is back in the day. The like day when, when Final Fantasy VI first came out. And you could rename the characters. I remember I went back to the cartridge, like, I don't know if it was months or years after I had originally played it. Time had lost all meaning. And I had renamed all the characters. And I didn't know who, who the hell was. was. Yeah, so I was yeah. just like, yeah. his name, you know, this, this doesn't even make any sense. I'm like, who's this guy? You know, like, uh, I've, no, seen things, I've seen things in, in, like, games like Final Fantasy VI where people on, online will, like, name all the characters the same name. So that, like, you have no <laughs> idea what the fuck. Also, like, uh, <laughs> when, when, I, when, I would, when I would play those games, because there's, like, you, you rename, I think, 18, you have, like, 18 characters in Final Fantasy VI, so you can get fucking completely lost, especially when they're all together at the end. Um, they're all, like, saying each other's names and there's name at the top. It's all the same. No idea what the fuck's talking. But, uh, I used to, in Final Fantasy VI, what used to bother me in games like that, Zelda was another one on A Link to the Past, I think, where it would, it, the names would be all, all in all caps. caps. Yeah. And, yeah. I would, and, and I would delete them. Yeah, it, I would right? all delete them. To, yeah. Yes, yeah. Case. yeah, that used to bother the shit. I'll, I'll never forget where I, I rented uh, Secret of Mana once uh, from Blockbuster or something. And I, I like started my old file, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I was like, oh, someone else's old file is on here. Let me see how far along they are. And I loved this old file they had because, like, this file that someone else had played was way further ahead than me. Had all these like elementals unlocked, and it was awesome. But they named the girl character PMS. And like, <laughs> <laughs> real, real mature thing. So this poor female character, this hero, is like running around with that name. I'm like, Ugh. that was great about renting games with batteries on them because. You know, it's RPGs especially because like you would you would have to delete someone's shit if you had, wanted to renew it or get it a week later you kind of had to have faith that no one would delete your stuff and someone was always ahead of you so you could I always used to jump into people's games just to see like what they had and stuff like that because yeah, yeah, I like yeah. I, I couldn't that, fucking contain myself that is something that no really no other generation of gamer now following us will no, really experience. no they have no and idea that's, yep that's really fascinating to me the culture of renting the game from like block I mean it had to be Blockbuster right I mean I'm, I guess there's some yeah I mean like places, some mom but, grop and bop stop yeah grop and places bop too. <laughs> Speaking of, if I wanted to buy retail games, where could I go to find out if they had come out and stuff? You go to the official list of upcoming PlayStation software on all the platforms by the IGN editors. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Thanks, Goldie. Bow. You're welcome. Um, I to do it. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, I will say, just just real quick to wrap that other conversation up there real quicker. My favorite part about, about those old games is not only when you would rent NES games, is that when you play like Zelda 2 or, you know, not games that accept the passwords, but yeah, like Zelda 2, games with batteries in them, Dragon Warrior. Yeah, yeah. You would have to hold the reset button in when you turn the NES off or it would just wipe the shit out of the battery. And a lot of people didn't know that. 
Oh and my god, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and you had to do the, like, in the Super Nintendo, you had to, like, hold the reset and then pull the yeah, power yeah. down. Like, yeah, like, or it would just reset the entire battery and, like, you'd lose all your progress. And Dragon Warrior, like, 4, I would have fucking lost my shit if that happened to me. But I remember my dad was dating this woman, uh, and I had, like, Zelda or something, like, like on my NES or something in my room and left it paused to go play at my friend's house. Was it like going to come back later? And he like, un- like reset it or whatever. And I, I lost all my progress and I like fucking flipped out. I think I was like only in like fourth grade or something like that. So I was like, I like lost my mind. Little, ro- I, like, little, lost, little Colin I jumping it. on the bed. I lost it. I'm sure. That's, what that, your dad think? That's traumatizing. He like didn't understand like what I was even saying. You know, I'll, like, I don't know. I don't. That's why I will never forget playing earthbound. And I had to, like, I had to leave. Like, my mom is, like, you know, she's getting her key. Like, when, when my mom was, like, getting her coat and, like, getting the keys, yeah. and I'm, like, still at the controller, and I was frantically, like, almost mm. with tears in my eyes trying to explain. I was like, I beat the boss in this dungeon. All the enemies are avoiding me. Now I can run to a safe. Yeah. I can run to a safe. Like, just turn it off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody ever gets that. save. I know it is. So funny. Yeah. Those but were the days. Back in now you do that to Neethi. Yeah. <laughs> i'm running to the safe honey i promise well that's always the, that's always i mean like when i have a conversation with cheryl like when we had when we had to go like, to the supermarket or go to dinner or something like that and it's like are you ready and i'm like i need like 15 more minutes i gotta find a safe point yeah yeah <laughs> like i'm fucking 10 years old all right yeah i make that joke to my girlfriend all the time too mm. um, goldie is single but is willing to accept female beyond listeners also true if they live in the Bay Area, they should hit you up on Twitter. You guys can you you'll you'll treat them right. You'll take them out to a nice dinner or drinks. He's yeah. also willing to have a long distance relationship. Hit him up on Twitter at Garfep. Yep. At G A R F E B. Garfep. No. Greg always regrets fucking elderly people. That's how you remember it. Which is a lie. Uh, I never, I've never regretted it. He loves it. He relishes it. I do. All right, let's just get through the game so we can fucking go on with our lives. Uh. Borderlands for retail. Borderlands three is out. No, nope. no, nope. nope. <laughs> Borderlands two is out. Borderlands, oh, two, Borderlands, is out. Borderlands two. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. That now says Borderlands two on my paper. Borderlands correction. Borderlands two is out. Borderlands three is maybe in pre-production. I don't know. Uh, F one twenty twelve uh, is also out. If you are into racing games, we have reviews for both of those on IGN. Uh, on PlayStation Network, Borderlands two is also available digitally. Jet Set Radio is now out for everyone that came out for PS Plus last week. Uh, SSX is available, which is an old retail game that costs 40 bucks. Zuma's Revenge is out. Feisty Feed is this week's PlayStation Mini. Two PS2 classics, Harvest Moon, It's a Wonderful Life, and River King. That is it. We have a question to beyond at IGN.com. Uh, no name, so we're just going to call him Timmy O'Toole. Yeah. <laughs> beyond, I had a quick statement and hopefully a quick discussion on how you all feel about it. I purchased Borderlands 2 last night at midnight, and the game is awesome. I was super disappointed to see that it was not released on PSN yet, though, even now at 11 a.m. I read earlier this week that it was supposed to have a simultaneous PSN and retail release and had plans with a few buddies to all play it together at midnight, but some friends were unfortunately not even able to purchase the game. I just find it super frustrating to see something so simple become so difficult. What do you guys think? To me, too. Is that just because I had to wait for the store to update, basically? Yeah, the problem. A lot of people miss this, uh, and it's not their fault. It's you know, it's it's the nature of the beast here. Again, with not people, I think, really understanding the PlayStation Network the way we have to, is that yeah, when they say that it's a you know day and date digital release, they don't mean at midnight. They mean on the twenty eighth or whatever the release date was. You are able to get that game the same time, and the PlayStation Network updates at, in the afternoon Pacific time, which if you're on the East Coast is you know like what seven o'clock at night for you, vice versa all over the place. Uh, it sucks. 
It's a fine policy to have, but mo- many people don't pay attention like me and Colin do to when the PlayStation Network is going to be updated because we're trying to publish an article or do this or do that. So that's a, that's a crappy thing to l- learn and uh, figure out. The real thing here is that moving forward, what the PSN needs to do, and there's been rumors about it in the past, of course, is pull the Steam card, where Borderlands 2 is available to be downloaded and installed but not played until 12.01. Like, they should have done it the week before, where you could buy it on Tuesday of that, the week before, pre-download because even like here's the other thing too Timmy O'Toole if you if you if you would have <laughs> come home name. if you would have come home with the game and your friends were trying to download it at 1201 it would have taken them a good three hours like it's it's a huge game it's gonna it's gigabytes GBs all over the place GBs. it takes time to download especially if everybody was hitting up the network at the same time trying to do it so they, the next step really for the PlayStation Network in my mind is doing these you know ahead of time sales and letting you pre-install so that you're ready to go oh, yep. yeah yeah that would be really nice and smart yep. I don't even I, I don't think 360 does that either I don't know why. It's the future. They got to get on it. Yep. Uh, Ryan Clements. Yeah. How much do you love Borderlands? Uh, I'm really, really, really enjoying it, my friend. I love Borderlands. Dude. It's, it's so, good. so good. Real quick, before we either talk about that or talk about why Colin is showing, he's just whipped out his, his gut. Stomach, he's whipped out his um, gut, ladies and gentlemen. And let's come back to Borderlands. But okay. did you pin out it. the word association? I did. Question yes. for Colin. Yes. I really wanted to see how that okay. played out. Continue. Now Colin's wi- wiggling no, his... he's wiggling his... I, I, I think it's like diminished to, in size, I, yeah, though. I'd like to point out, your your gut really isn't that, yeah. isn't that yeah, big anymore. That. I think you're looking pretty good. Let's stand up. That's good. Uh, now he's doing the modeling. We're not a video podcast yet. I don't know why yeah, I'm so going Colin's standing stuff. up, and he's he's got his shirt uh, up, folded I've up. I've seen worse. Yeah, I mean, it's really... I mean, it's still it's still pronounced, but it's not... It's not bad. See, I feel like it's shrinking like here. I like and how the I mic's come... at your stomach and you're talking. <laughs> like, yeah, and now it's on your stomach. And it, and, like, I, I they feel can't like it's, hear it's, you, it's... I don't think, right? I can hear no, you. I, right. hear I, you can. I feel like okay. it's coming down a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I a little my... bit of definition in the middle. So I weighed myself at Nate Aherns. We, we, we have a years-long tradition of watching Monday Night Football together. And weighing and each I, other. Yeah, we weigh each other after every game. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I, he just had a scale in his bathroom, so I, I, you know, I just stepped on it. and I was 173 pounds. I was telling Greg, my heaviest, I was 200 pounds here. Um, and, and I was 140 pounds when I moved here. So I am still about 30, 30, 35 pounds heavier than I was, but I was a little skinny on the skinny side, clearly for a six foot tall man. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find that happy medium. I'm just tired of looking like I'm pregnant. You're doing okay. I mean, you're, you're definitely taller than me and, and I weigh like 160, so. 155. Yeah. But you have, you have a distribute weight distribution. Mm. It's all in your, your large noggin. It's all, it's, it's all in my big fat head. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been on weight since I moved here too. That's the IGN way. It's, well, yeah, um, you just come here. Well, I was I had to be super skinny for stupid acting stuff when I was in New York too, so that's part of it. Okay. Are, we, are we going back to that pin? Sure. Yeah, pin. Oh, Borderlands, Borderlands two. Did you, have, did you have a specific discussion point you wanted no. to get to? Borderlands no, two is out. It's it. awesome. It's so I think it's good. my game of the year so far. Yeah, me too. Oh, by far, by yeah. far. Uh, I mean, I, I, I know um, there's other games coming, but are we playing? Well, you're gonna be here tonight. Let's, yeah, we'll play we're doing stuff. So. Well, I mean, I think again, like we're just waiting for assets and stuff tonight. I'll be fooling around. We're eating Chinese food with Colin, playing some Borderlands mm-hmm. while we wait for Sounds TGS great. stuff. I might getting this around. podcast up. I might stay. We'll see. All right, uh, everybody likes I like it, this. Very Colin, are you ever gonna play it? Yeah, I'll probably play it over the like, Christmas break. You have a copy now, so yeah, I do. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very engaged in other games right now. Mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank Collection. Yeah, you're trying really to platinum all. It looks like. I wish we almost had a video podcast. I wish I could hold this up to a camera. I've just been getting some fantastic tweets. From uh, our own uh, mobile editor Justin, oh, Justin Davis, Davis huh? who has who tweet who just randomly tweeted like his favorite lyric from a dubstep song, mm-hmm. and then proceeded to text out 
the portion in which the drop happens. Okay. And I said, oh, my God, best text ever. Uh-huh. And he responded with a picture of himself smiling, giving the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And I said, I was wrong. That was the best text ever. And then he just responded with a picture of him making an even more bigger smile, giving another thumbs up. Okay. So it's been great. It's been. It's a, good to know nice he gets little... to ruin a podcast yeah, a week, and now he's ruining two. Okay. So there's already <laughs> tech fetish. That a conversational podcast ruining tech fetish with his delightful good looks. I love Justin. Uh, FIFANet writes in. He says, "Beyond, hey, I just want to ask you if you could give me a shout out so I can play Borderlands Two with some Beyond tonight's, but why hog all the love? Can we just make the comment section of this this podcast?" Podcast Mount episode 258. A place to put your PSN ID if you want to play Borderlands 2. Cool, thanks, bye, beyond. That's a good idea, FeeFernet. Go to IGN.com, find Podcast Beyond episode 258. It'll be easier to find if you just go to ps3.ign.com or vita.ign.com. And then uh, post your uh, PSN name there. FeeFernet is going to put his there. And he also says, PSC at NYCC, punkheads. Remember, Saturday the 13th. IGN's free shit. Podcast Beyond. 9 p.m. Win free stuff. Oh, wow, that was deep. <laughs> Felt good to get that one out of the way. <laughs> so, what are we? Are we waiting on Anthony? Is Anthony not going to? No. Come? Well, I mean, if he's, I'm, I'm assuming he's forgotten us. I'm just looking through the questions here. Not going to text him real quick. Nope, he had his chance. Right. Alan writes in to beyond.ign.com. I was thinking about buying the Assassin's Creed Vita bundle, but I've been following your coverage, and it's making the Vita future seem quite depressing. <laughs> Would you recommend <laughs> not buying it? I would. I mean, it, yeah, I, I really think you should still buy it, personally. I mean, obviously, it depends on how big of an Assassin's Creed fan you are. Like, if you're looking forward to a different Assassin's Creed adventure, I say buy it. I think they're amazing games in the Vita. Like, I, I think you will get your money's worth. It's what we talked about before, yeah. I think I think that there's a lot to do in the Vita. I love my Vita. I like having it. I wish there was, yeah, more games out right now, and yada, yada, yada. The, the thing we can't say is, I, I don't know how Liberation's going to be. Course, I, I yeah. hope Liberation's awesome, but I remember Bloodlines not being awesome. But I enjoyed Bloodlines still. I, I feel like if you are a hardcore enough PlayStation fan to listen to this podcast, you're probably going to be pretty happy with the Vita. Yeah. Like, I, I think they're... If you've heard of Little Big Planet, if you've heard of you know all the big Sony franchises, I think you're you're probably in the in the group that would enjoy. Like okay, how you couldn't think of any other big places. <laughs> well, if you've heard of Motorstorm, no, I, I was actually about to say Resistance, but then I realized how bad the Resistance game yeah, is. Yeah, so well, there's plenty of games on the Vita that are good, of course, and there will soon be more. Hopefully, Timothy John writes in to Beyond at IGN.com. Of all the characters you've played in Battle Royale and are allowed to talk about. Which one do you think fits your playstyle the most? Is there any character that is similar to Kirby in Smash Brothers? Colin, mm. you are the resident PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale mm. expert. Mm, mm, mm. We've all been playing. I got to play. I, we have a whole bunch of videos going up on the site this week with me and Seth Killian playing. Yep, so I found, should be I where my I group. fucking schooled you both in it, the game. No, no, it's true. N- it's no, true. No, no, you, are, you are quite good with Raiden. Quite good. Thank you. I will give you that. That, that is your jam. Colin without ever playing the game. I'm just you're gonna, I'm, I'm like straight. Round, I'm straight. I'm round. straight. Beast mode in fucking beast mode. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. One round. Uh, I'll take Colin down. So, um, uh, my two characters in the game decidedly right now. See, I like playing as Ratchet, but Ratchet's level one right now is overpowered. way overpowered. It's cheap. Like I, I, we played a round or played a, a series where I had like 27 points in, in in three minutes. It's just like not fair. It goes so long. Like yeah, no it, one has a chance to. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So out of the legitimate characters, Ryden and Spike are my two favorite characters. Mm-hmm. They they fit with me perfectly. Ryden's really good for juggling characters. He he, he can like kind of really isolate a character and maintain building up that meter. Um, his level one is easy to interrupt, but like really quite powerful, especially if you're in a group. Spike yeah. is I, Spike's probably overall my favorite character. He's really sh- surprisingly strong. He's a little bit slow. Um, Evil Cole is awesome. I Evil really Cole, like Evil Cole. My, my, my go-to is Sweet Tooth oh, and, and then Sackboy. 
I oh wow really yeah. see those are the two characters I'm really really bad with sweet tooth I like I like the shotgun I like I like his level one kick just to get rid of people I like jumping yeah. in the air and flamethrower I mean stuff. I would love more time with the game to to learn how to exactly play yeah that's the whole thing we all want to seems like somebody who like if you really really learn how to use them and look at move maps and know everything you can do you can probably dominate with Sackboy but like if you just pick up the game for the first time like you might not even get a single kill with him well I'm gonna just say it about PlayStation also, about PlayStation also Battle Royale there's a great reason to be excited about this game. I'm just going to say that I hope that it's as good, the final product is as good as everything we've seen and played so far because I think the game is getting stronger and stronger the more we see it and the more we play it. And I think it's just really it fun and engaging. It. It's great for it's great for PlayStation fans. It's a, it's it's an engaging game where if you're a PlayStation fan, you're really going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Is it going to out Smash Brothers Smash Brothers? Probably not, but it's not quite as much like Smash Brothers as you might think, mm-hmm. Greg. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going to leave it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. More interesting stuff for all stars mm. coming up in the future. Indeed, from our own column already. Plenty. We got two. We got two things to, before we round out the show here. Uh, Bossa Nova writes in. I recently bought a new 32 gigabyte memory card for the Vita, yes. and after restoring from a backup, I noticed that all my trophies were gone, even after resyncing. To fix this, I had to start up every Vita game in order to get them to appear on the trophy app again. Oof. And also, the live area of each game states that I am playing the game for the first time. Why is this? Why is it that such big bugs? Such as this are not taken into account by Sony. Good question. Right, bo- yeah. No, no, not at all. Boss Nova, get over yourself. This isn't a bug. You took out the in- the memory of the system. Yeah, but tro- why isn't there any sunk- internal memory? Yeah. You sunk those trophies. It doesn't matter. Those trophies are already attached to your PSN. They're floating around in the air. You don't have to worry about them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If they're sunk, that they're fine. But yeah. that's still an oversight. There should still be some sort of like internal memory kernel in which some of these things are saved. And, and even just in general, it is so weird how hard it is to manage your saves in the Vita. How, what a that pain is the ass is if you want to switch You can't manage card. your saves on the Vita. That's why PlayStation yeah. Plus is so exciting because you can finally get rid of those saves because I only have a 4 gig card because I refuse to buy any other one. Mm. So I'm like constantly deleting games, like constantly just deleting games. Man, I and my I saves had, are just gone. I wish I had 128 meg, or 128 gig card because like I honestly, man, like I I download everything. I have yeah. no retail cartridges. Like I I love having that many games with me in my system. I don't whatever you feel like doing, whatever you wherever you are, whatever exactly. you're playing, I love it too. And like I so far have never had to delete anything, but I know I have to be coming close, and that's yeah. frustrating. Mm. Yeah, the, the day is approaching. Yeah. All right, final question comes from George Malfavon. George writes in and says, Hey, guys, I just wanted to play a word association game with yes. Mr. Moriarty. He actually calls it a sword association game, but he means word. Okay. A word association <laughs> game. Sword association sword. game. So we're going to give you five words. Epi. Epi. Is that a sword? We're going to give you five <laughs> words, Colin. you got to yeah. clear your mind. Whatever whatever comes to your mind, you get, you, know, you know how a word association works. Yeah, okay. All right, number one, mm. Mega Man. Quick Man. Number two, Onimusha. KG Inafune. <laughs> Quick man. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Final Fantasy. Lock. Number four, New York Jets. <laughs> DeBrickishaw Ferguson. <laughs> Number five, Fortilla. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> now here's, I, I made a reference to this this morning to yeah. you, that I came to a realization about you last night. About I understand why you give Fortilla such a hard time now. You see so much of yourself in him. Because every, every, every day, every day, Fortilla forgets what happened the day before, or 10 seconds before. So somebody, not, somebody clangs our front door and knocks on our front door, and Fortilla barks at the door and goes crazy and runs all over the place. That's not me. I don't forget things. And Colin goes, oh, man, come on, Fortilla, quiet down, blah, blah, blah. And then, like clockwork, every PlayStation conference comes around. Colin's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be awesome. And then it isn't. He's like, why wasn't it awesome? Where were all the games? <laughs> you are the Pertillo of PlayStation conferences. Okay, that's fair. That's a, that's a fair comparison. 
That's funny. I'm just picturing Colin like, <laughs> like with a hamburger or something, staring so, at a wall, yeah, just, just squeaking like, the toy. <laughs> Chloe's the best right now too because there's a, a beautiful Mass Effect poster in a frame, in a glass frame, and in our living room that's like waiting to be put up so it's against the wall, and she can see herself in it, so she just sits like, like a, a fucking centimeter away from it <laughs> and just stares at herself. And what's really weird is that we all have mirrors in our room. Like it's a very common thing in California to have mirrors on your doors and your in yeah, I don't know what the fuck that's all about everywhere i've lived in california every a lot of places i've seen in california have that i don't get it don't pretend to get it yeah. uh but nonetheless she could just do that there anytime and she doesn't realize she can see herself in that but she can see herself in this reflection we have some weird pets in our in our house <laughs> we do it's really the moral of the story yeah. Yeah. Know. i would say the your weirdest pet is probably mike mitchell <laughs> <laughs> we do have to take the most care of him <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a podcast beyond episode 258. Thank you for joining us on our journey through the PlayStation news and whatnots. Remember that IGN.com keeps the mics on, so go there. Watch the videos we've talked about. Go to the article for this uh, podcast. Leave your PSN. Play some Borderlands with people. Uh, then read all our articles and our reviews and whatnot and tell your friends. Share them. Follow us on Twitter. IGN is IGN. Poam Cider is Ryan Clements. That's me. Garfep is Andrew Goldfarb. No Taxation is Colin Moriarty. I am Game Over Greggy. Ryan, take me home. Sounds good. I was going to say, I didn't have a lot to contribute to this episode. I felt like I was too quiet. Hmm. Now Shuhei Yoshida is going to make fun of you on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You always contribute to this episode. So, man, I kind of forgot a a good way to condense this down. If you want to send a song to Podcast Beyond, because we always end with a song, send it to beyond at IGN.com, include it as an MP3 attachment, and give me a little reason why we should play either your band. I prefer, I've been getting a lot of submissions of people that, like, they send in their friend's band or their friend's musical project, and that's awesome, and I will gladly do that, but I would love to hear your guys' work as well. But Lance from Australia sent in a song... Yep, just like that. That's how he sounds. Uh, sent in a song from his friend's band, uh, his friend's his friend Adam, who I believe is vocals on this band, if I'm not mistaken. The band is called Awaken I Am, and this song is called Consider the Thought, and it's from their debut EP called Resonance, which can be found on iTunes. That's a lot of information, but the band is Awaken I Am. Get their album Resonance on iTunes. And uh, let's listen to you consider the thoughts. Thank you, Lance, for sending this in. And uh, have a beyond-filled day.
Hey, you know you, what? You we, made your you own bed. And you fucking left. Hey, that was that. You were asking me. You were asking me. I don't me, even want to hear it. You were asking me what? I don't want to hear it.